0: Hey, fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced, so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie.
1: Welcome back, Kim. Hey, Carrie. Kim, what are we talking
0: about today? Well, Carrie, we're going to use some big words today that, you know, we don't usually use, but I feel like they're very important. And that is, we're going to talk about being proactive versus reactive.
1: They are big words, Kim. I think I'm saying. (laughs)
0: No reason to be scared, Kiri. You live in this world the same way that I do, and these two words are a shift that we had to make at some point in our lives.
1: I agree. However, I feel like, Kim, I still have moments of being reactive instead of proactive even though I try not to have it, it just happens, Kim, yeah? It's just a thing, right? I think it will always be that way, Carrie.
0: We will always be working toward growing as humans and growing as business owners and growing as everything. I think that that is an always thing. And when we get that out of our head that we're gonna come to some place of epiphany and we're gonna be just this amazing human that never makes any mistakes and is never reactive, I don't
1: think that exists, Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bugger, I was going for that next week, Kim.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's something we should strive for, we should work toward, but I definitely don't think that there's a place where we are perfect. I think that's the thing. I think we can mature and be wise, Carrie, and being proactive versus reactive, I feel like is a maturing thing. It is something that as we realize something is causing us to react on something we have the ability to then go okay if i'm reacting to this thing i can do this different next time because i am going to promise you it's going to come around again most likely (laughs) anything that you have reacted to you normally get
1: another chance another opportunity to do it differently so kim i feel like this episode is almost just for me because i've had so many moments over the years where i've had to react and essentially been put on the back foot of something because something's just suddenly appeared and you've gone, oh, bugger, where did that come from? And why didn't I see that coming? And how could I have stopped that from occurring? And then comes the reflection and the unpacking of, oh, if I'd done this thing last week, I could have got in front of that. Or if I had have been looking at when this was going to arise. And that's exactly what we're talking about is that proactive kind of nature. And I've got to say, Kim, out loud that my calendar helps me be proactive. And I don't really even want to say this out loud. So I'm hoping you guys are like reading my mind right now, but I can't even say it, Kim. I cannot, I can't touch enough wood. I can't count to 10 enough times. Like just know that the calendar keeps me in a proactive state in so many ways. I do feel like I lean on that a lot to help me stay in that zone and it is from the moments where something bubbled to the surface that i could have been ahead of therefore it goes on to the calendar in the next cycle or the next schedule or the next month or the next quarter so that i'm going haha, there you are yes thank you okay and i'm on it and i'm across the keyboard and taking care of all the things
0: So Carrie, I have a funny saying, and you know this, that came from me being reactive and I had to find a better way. And that is, I try to always look for the plan B, C, D, E, F, and Q. Everybody makes fun of me because that, you know, where are the rest of the letters, but that I feel like if I get to Q, then we're in reaction mode. But if we take the few minutes, and I'm not talking about dwelling in the what ifs where you're constantly worried about stuff, that is not what we're talking about. But just stepping back for a second going, well, if this does happen, or if this doesn't work the way we think it does, then here's another way that it could work or here's another way and being open to being flexible instead of reacting because here's what i think the difference is in reacting and being flexible there's going to be things that change period no matter what you're doing there'll be things that change you have to grow you have to be flexible but when you are reactive it's a stressor it's a pain point it's unnecessary pressure most of the time that could have been avoided if you had known something. And so I think that that's where slowing down, having coffee with things, and creating that plan, Carrie, I think the planning is what helps with not being reactive. And what you said, when I've been reacting to something, stopping and unpacking it and thinking, why is that? Why is that causing me to react in a certain way? I just feel like we could go in a million different directions with this. But I do think sticking to what you're talking about with the calendar, having a plan B, C, D, E, F, and Q, having the flexibility to handle whatever comes our way. I feel like. you can be proactively planning, proactively flexible, proactively open to an adventure, or you can
1: be reactive in the fact that you're, you're freaking out. You're in freak out mode. Kim, I do like your, all your plans with all your letters. And you know, my favorite one in that is F, but we we're not going to talk about that. I didn't know that, Carrie. <laughs> so Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate. And let's just take a quick little break. What do you think?
0: Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both.
0: And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zarb, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way.
1: We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out.
0: So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you.
1: We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing
0: the right things in the right order so that you
1: too can get the best
0: possible
1: results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address themes like social media strategy and simple tech solutions.
0: If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, Come and join
1: us, and the link is in the show notes. Oh, that's better, Kim. I've opened up the boom gates. Have you got your bucket? I do, Carrie, I do. Now, where were we, Carrie? Um,
0: oh, there it is. In case anyone doesn't know what that sound was, that was Carrie rewinding.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Kim. I'm sure that needed explanation. Also, I think The reaction, what you were talking about, how we handle the situation, we've got control of that. And sometimes, Kim, I want to say this out loud, sometimes something happens and it might be a form of communication. And sometimes I catch myself reacting to that in a particular way. Maybe I'm being defensive. Maybe I've I've got a shortcoming in the situation that's been identified by somebody else and it's easy to get my back up and, and become defensive and something that I've learned over so many years and I'm still practicing is putting my hand up. If something has gone wrong on my side, Maybe something wasn't on my calendar, or maybe it got buried in a pile of sticky notes, or completely slipped my mind. I was actually having a conversation with someone today, and I thought I'd written a sticky note about something. Can't find it, just cannot find it. For the life of me, and it it was a funny conversation, but I'm like, I thought I wrote this sticky note for this particular thing, and it was insignificant and not a big deal. Went looking through all the piles, can't find it. I'm like, maybe I dreamt it. Maybe I actually dreamt that I wrote that sticky note. Maybe I had a conversation with my husband and thought I wrote it, you know, all those kind of things. We're human at the end of the day and we need to allow ourselves to be human. And sometimes things just fall through that crack in the floor and I just probably over enjoy putting my hand up and saying, whoops, that was me. Sorry about that. And okay, how can we fix it? Here's the problem, how can we fix it? So it becomes the looking for the solution rather than focusing on, yes, there's a problem and we don't wanna dismiss the problem. But our reaction to the situation can have a big difference in the outcome and how everybody feels about things as well. And you know me, Kim, I love all the feels.
0: (laughs) Just for anyone listening, that's not exactly true. (laughs) Carrie says that to appease me, I'm going to say that. (laughs) I feel like you brought something amazing, Carrie, to this conversation, though, about the way we handle things impacts those around us and how they handle things. And if we react in in a poor way, in a bad way we can cause that to ripple out and be a bad reaction from other people. And I feel like it's proactive when, and maybe you can correct me here on this, this part, but I feel like that's being proactive when you're focused on a solution instead of focusing on blame, because sometimes we get into that mode of, well, I didn't do it. You did it. Or you did, we didn't do it. You did it. Like, and I think that is very reactive and very defensive and very not problem solving. So when we're proactive, I do think that there are things that come up all the time. But if our reaction is pro action, it is finding the solution. It is focusing on what we can do to fix whatever it is. It's focusing on how we can grow. It's focusing on how we can turn something that seems bad at the moment into something really good. I feel like that is still proactive. I may get pushed back, Carrie, because that may not be what anybody else's definition is. But that's how I look at it is I think our reaction can be pro-action if we focus on solutions instead of problems.
1: Spot on, Kim, and I should have just got you to say it in the first place because you say it so much better than I. I went, I went full story. <laughs> I went all, all around the world with it.
0: <laughs> we love your stories, Gary.
1: <laughs> but I think that is the one of the key things in this. We're all going to have to be reactive. We're going to be faced with those times where we were human, something got forgotten, something got missed, it fell through the crack in the floor and we have to be okay with that. So how do we deal with that? How do we react to that? And I love this this twist that we've come to in this conversation, Kim, of turning the reactive into being proactive because it's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. It happens to all of us all the time. So how do we deal with it? How do we face that challenge?
0: So I'm thinking of a silly analogy you know, me and my silly analogies but if, if you think about you put your hand on the stove and you burn your hand and you jerk your hand back that's a wonderful reaction because you will get hurt if you leave your hand on something super hot you'll get burned it'll get worse and worse and worse if you don't react and pull your hand back but in that instant as soon as you take care of that burn like and as soon as you've pulled your hand back If you can then realize I'm not going to touch a pan that's been on the fire for an hour without putting on like an oven glove, or I'm not going to touch that while it's hot. You just turned that reaction, which was saving you from being burned into a proactive plan because you don't intend to touch that pain again. You know that pan's hot. And so I feel like that that may be, you know, silly, a silly cooking analogy. But I also feel like that's a really good analogy for us, Carrie, in business. Sometimes our reaction to something that springs up is a good thing to pull back and and look at. And then how are we going to handle that? How are we going to do it different? You know, what are we going to need even tool wise? What kind of an oven glove are we going to need to touch that hot paint if we need to move it? What are we going to do proactively so that we do not have to have those moments again? And we're going to constantly find things. But I don't think reacting to some things in a in a jumping back way, I think that that's our safety. I think that's something for us to recognize that that's important for us to have that because what if we didn't carry? What if we left our hand on the
1: stove. That that's a wearable picture, even just thinking that what could happen. I think Kim, with that, I do like the analogy, by the way. But I also feel like as entrepreneurs, we probably need to take a look at how fast we're running, because I think that plays a big part in our reaction and being reactive, turning defensive, and and like you were saying before about who's to blame type of thing. Because if we're running at that fast pace, and Kim, you talk about slowing down in our business, which I love, and, and we do need to for moments like this as well. Sometimes when you have something that you're faced with, and I'll use you know email communication as an example, I don't need to respond straight away. Sometimes it's a good time to go and grab a cup of coffee or even sleep on it. Because if you're feeling like you're being reactive and maybe not in a positive way, don't. Just don't yet. Have, give yourself the time and space to have your thoughts and think about the situation and look at it from a different angle rather than cat on the keyboard, I'm going to respond and this is you know like rah and all the things. So I just think that needed a mention too, Kim, is if we are tuning into ourselves and recognizing how busy we are, how fast we're running, we can also help ourselves be proactive in our reactive state.
0: So I think the choosing your words carefully is a very wise thing to do and I'm almost positive here you taught me this phrase being a keyboard worker is not it's not a good thing whenever you are spewing unkindness or you're spewing at other people you're ranting at other people I don't think that that is impactful like it's not impactful in the way you intend it to be if you're being like that it causes people to run away from you it causes people to not trust you to even give them feedback or to have conversations with them whatever it is and I I think that that is another point of what you were saying, Carrie, is when we can allow ourselves the space to not bite back, is what I'm going to call it. When you allow yourself that space, I feel like sometimes the situation can be diffused if you don't take everything personal. And we're silly. Carrie and I are like, we're fun in case you all haven't figured that out. We're fun. But haters are going to hate like there's going to be times in your business that somebody's going to show up especially if you're doing something amazing you're going to have somebody show up in your life they're causing a reaction in you because what they're saying hurt we don't have to give hurt back we don't have to bite back and i like Carrie that you brought this up too because this is another facet of this but we don't have to bite back we can step back and be very Choicey. Y'all know I don't use all good grammar and it's intentional sometimes, but the choicey part, we can be choicey with how we respond to something if we have that buffer of space, like Carrie said, of, you know, take take a rest overnight before you react to something or take a take a pause and just give yourself some space to not be in the moment letting your human hurt hang out because you don't want to, especially in business well I don't even know if it's especially in business I think life and business you don't want to hurt other people when it's not necessary maybe somebody's had a bad day and they're they're coming at you in some way and maybe it's not personal at all they're just having
1: they're having trouble with something give them a little space to to chill out too well kim i learned this the hard way many years ago because i'm not the avid reader of the gang (laughs) and one thing that i recognized in myself is if i'm not having a good day and i receive some kind of communication i can read it wrong i can actually read it completely incorrectly based on my emotion that i'm already in about something else So therefore, the whole keyboard warrior space is more front of mind because I need to check myself, as you would say, to make sure that I'm not taking something some way that's not intended that way. And Kim, you've reminded me of social media is a prime example of some of these reactive spaces that we can come across because somebody might leave a silly comment and maybe we, we think they're having a go at us. Maybe they are. Maybe there's a lot of you know people out there that just like to do silly things in the comments on social media and YouTube is, is quite big for that as well. And sometimes we just need to get our little ducky feathers on and just let the water run off the duck's back because it's not worth it. It's just not worth going there and, and stressing about it and worrying about it at all versus those moments where we do need to you know sit back digest and and think about how we're going to respond but kim i also want to add that sometimes particularly in the text communication whether it's email or messaging all those kind of things there's no tone there's no personality there's nothing you're not getting anything from this other than words and if you get something from me it may not be worded very well because Kerry's not you know I miss I miss words I miss letters I flip them around all the things so therefore sometimes it's just better to get on the phone and have a conversation with someone. If it's someone that you know, I'm not probably talking about all the strangers on social media, however, no, don't do that. But if it's someone you know, that five minute phone conversation can completely change the landscape. Like to actually hear someone's voice, you will sense if they're frustrated, you will then pick up the vibe that they're putting down and put some emotion in it. Sometimes we need the emotions on the table, not just the text on the keyboard. But
0: Carrie, I'm kind of giggling at some of our text messages and we're talking thousands of messages. If somebody went through and just like tried to decipher them, they wouldn't even have a clue what we were saying. I think sometimes because we miss words and we say silly slang things and we anyway, I agree with you that. Sometimes, sometimes when we're reacting to something, it's because of the pressure we're under versus what somebody's trying to say that we take as ugly. When they're actually not being ugly at all, maybe they left a word out, or maybe they have said something in a way that they were in a hurry and they just said it quickly. You know, we have a rule around here, and I'm very vocal about this. If you get a message from me and I am just giving you a yes or no, or just a quick response, 100% no, I'm trying to keep you from waiting on an answer and, I'm busy doing something is why you got that answer because everyone knows I'm a talker and I am I have a lot to say when I'm texting I want to know how you are I want to know what's going on I that's my normal conversation but if you're in a hurry for an answer for something and I know I can't have that conversation right now because I'm in the middle of something with a client or I'm in the middle of something with my husband don't be mad at me if you get a yes or don't be mad at me if you just get a flat out no or wait or whatever it is it's just that's my way of trying to not make you wait for an answer or a response from me and I think that that comes from like on socials a lot of times we get messages from stuff that we don't know those people and if we don't know them we don't know how they mean it so assuming they're being ugly sometimes can cause us to get hurt feelings when maybe they just don't type well maybe they don't text well maybe they don't message well maybe they don't do those things and sometimes it's somebody you just need to block, Carrie that's another another thing I will say sometimes people are ugly and you just need to block
1: them. I agree, Kim. There's definitely some out there that just aren't worthy of your time, not worthy of taking up your space. And it's nice to just press some buttons and move on.
0: Well, I think, Carrie, instead of reacting to what the clock says because it's getting later in the morning, I think we need to proactively say goodbye to everybody for this week and then we we can do what we need to do today and everybody else can too carrie
1: i think that's a great idea kim this has been another amazing conversation as always in the bbg studio with you and me together i love us together carrie it's one of my favorite places me too and i think we should clap out loud more often
0: (laughs) we're ridiculous y'all we'll disown it (laughs) well kim i will see you next week see you then carrie love y'all Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boom Gates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week.